0: For all things ATL. ATL! ATL. For for everything Falcons.
1: First to the end zone.
0: Touchdown! This is Peachtree Football. Now, your host, Dylan Matthews and Bo Morgan what's going on everybody it is your boy dylan matthews alongside the man the myth the legend himself bo morgan and we are peach street football make sure you guys like peach street football download the podcast and subscribe to peach street football wherever you get your podcast we're on apple Podcasts. we're on spotify we're on the odyssey app wherever you get your podcast trust me peach street football is there bo morgan we got A football game tomorrow on Christmas Eve, one of the final um, holiday editions of Peachtree Football here today as we get ready for Falcons versus Ravens. The Falcons traveling up to Baltimore and, you know, it's cold here in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. It's also going to be cold up in Baltimore. We are one of the games that uh, is going to have a lot of cold weather and the players are going to be affected by it. Um, now I don't think the conditions to be too sloppy is, is just going to be cold,
1: right? Yeah. Everything I've seen, um, is, it's just going to be cold. I haven't really checked recently, but as I'm looking at it, um, it's going to be when we arrive today, Mm -hmm. it's going to be pretty windy and it'll get down to about 12 degrees at 8 AM. And tomorrow, the high is 22, and the low mm. is 11. So at some point it'll dip to 11 degrees tomorrow. Um, but it's supposed to be sunny, so it's good. I think they're getting rain there now, and they might get a little bit of. I don't know if it'll be cold enough for it to turn into snow, but it's right. just going to be cold as I get out. So that's kind of the first thing we're looking at as, um, you know, as we head out there tomorrow. Yeah. And I guess we leave today. I, I don't only uh, yeah. tomorrow, I should say.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, when we talk about, you know, the weather conditions and while, you know, it, it won't be. It won't be extremely tough to throw the football tomorrow and in, in, in the kind of conditions the 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 Falcons and the Ravens are going to play in because it's not going to be, you know, snowing or raining or anything like that. It's just going to be cold. Um, you still be able to throw the football around. Um, but both of these teams honestly want to keep it on the ground. And we're going to see a lot of running the ball tomorrow. We did before we get into our matchups to watch. And this might be a little bit part of it. We'll see. But we did get word yesterday that Tyler Huntley is going to get the start. Lamar Jackson is going to be out. And that most definitely favors the Atlanta Falcons. I heard a great interview yesterday on uh, Dukes and Bell. And uh, they were talking to Rob Lowe, I believe his name was. Uh, I apologize if I got it wrong. But um, he was basically saying how this Ravens offense is Lamar Jackson. And if Lamar Jackson is not in the lineup, which he hasn't been, they're pretty anemic, Bo Morgan. They really can't get anything done on offense without Lamar Jackson right now. Well,
1: you know, a lot's been made about that too. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people will say, well, You know, they haven't done a good job of constructing this offense, but they built this offense.
0: For Lamar.
1: For Lamar. They built it. It's a run-first offense, big offensive lineman. Um, You know, everybody they have up front is – the the smallest guy they have is Tyler Lindenbaum, um, who's a rookie out of Iowa, and he's 300 pounds. But everybody else – well, he's 305, I should say. But you look across their line and Stanley's 315 – Ben Powers is three thirty-eight and Zeitler's three forty. Morgan Moses is three twenty. Well he's a big offensive line. Wow.
0: Beefy dudes.
1: And they want to run the ball. And right. they're built like that. They're you know, they've got Mark Andrews at tight end. Now a guy that I'm big on that hasn't really done much so far this year is Charlie Kohler out of Iowa State, a rookie. But when you look, this team don't do a lot with what the Falcons wanna do. They want to run first. Mm-hmm. That's a bad problem for the Falcons because the run defense is not very good and this oh. team is going to want to come downhill and lean and they're going to want to they're going to look a lot like we've looked with uh, Mariota and we've looked all year where they want to run first and, and limit the throws
0: yeah and Tyler, you oh go ahead sorry
1: I was just saying one thing if Tyler Huntley has to throw it 30 plus times that's not a good thing for Baltimore
0: no no not at all um and you were uh, talking about the Falcons uh rush defense still you know kind of i guess you call it middle of the pack but towards the lower end of middle of the pack at 21 overall when it comes to rush defense um but the key is you if you can really be able to stop the run and get the Baltimore Ravens in obvious passing situations i mean that is going to pay ultimate dividends because like you said they do not want to pass the ball at all with Tyler Huntley they'd rather run with Tyler Huntley um have him run first before they have, um, they have him throw the football all over the yard. So with that, Bo.
1: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting
0: to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price
1: price line
0: let's go ahead and get into our matchups to watch and i will let you go first what matchups are you uh what matchup or matchups are
1: you looking into when we talk about tomorrow's game well i mean you can start anywhere but (laughs) how can the falcons small defensive line counter this big offensive line of the Ravens. Yep. Um. You know, we always talk about how good our run offense is, but this is the second-best run offense in the league, and we're the third. Um. Now, they're only averaging .6 yards more per game, but our defensive line has been suspect. They're not big enough up front to stop a downhill attack like this. So how does – um. This Falcons defensive staff, obviously, it's led by Dean Pease, but we know Dean Pease is, um, you know, has had the issue where, where he was injured last week in pregame. So Frank Bush, and um, and Ted Monichino these guys, how they handle, what kind of plan they can come up with to try to slow down this Baltimore running game. And I know that I talk a lot about coaches, but look, we can just go line on line. Yeah, the, the line on line play, um, for me. Is what you know how our defensive line and can they bow up enough to slow down this rushing attack? And really, uh, and it kind of has a, been a key, uh, multiple times. But the biggest thing for me would be, um, can they slow them down on first and second down to get them in passing situations? Because I think if you can get Baltimore in a second and seven or a third and, and six you know it it you could really help yourself out getting off the field i'm just not right. sure if um if that that's going to be the case with the way this team is going to want to run the ball
0: yeah with the, the way that, and again you can't give up big chunk plays on first down when they're going to when they're going to run the ball you you can't give up big chunk plays and give them second and five second and four things like that it's just going to make it too easy for them and like you said they're going to be able to possess the ball run the football and really stick to their game plan for me a matchup to watch is i'm glad you said something about coaches because for me it's arthur smith versus the baltimore ravens offensive coordinator greg roman i say that because these are two guys who now this doesn't really so much apply to arthur because he's going to be sticking to the game plan he's been um with all year but it is going to be interesting who's going to be the more creative one in the sense who's going to be able to scheme their way because you know we're still working with a, a guy who's only made one career start played one career game in the NFL at quarterback and that's Desmond Ritter so he's still not going to be perfect yet obviously no one expects him to be but how you know how, how do these guys scheme up um, and put their players in the best positions offensively and which one can come up with a better scheme and, and and obviously score the most points and, and win the football game so I think this is going to be an interesting game for both uh, play callers and how they really call this football game and how they put their uh, offensive teams in, uh, in the best situations. And, you know, we'll see who we'll we'll see who wins that
1: matchup. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, And and the one thing I'll say is uh, I'm not as worried in this game for Desmond Mm -hmm. as I was Mm -hmm. last week in the environment. Now, this is a, this is a guy that played at Cincinnati, um, so I'm not overly worried about Desmond like I would have been last week. But mm. this defense, this is still a good defense. And the thing that scares me about this defense is they are very good run defense. Um, their weakness is pass. This is this is what worries me about this matchup. Is all the, it all around feels like a bad matchup <laughs> for the Falcons. Yeah, they run the ball well. We don't stop the run well. All right they stop the run well, we run the ball well. Mm-hmm. and it just it just seems like it's going to be an uphill battle. um They're very good in the red zone. Now, so is the Falcons offense to an extent um, but you know the matchup wise it just does not feel like a good matchup overall for us, and that worries me a little bit. They've got some guys that can that can hunt up front and when we do drop back. I mean, the Calais camels of the world. Uh, Justin Houston, Jason Pierre-Paul. Those guys can play. Yeah. I mean, I know Pierre-Paul hasn't had a great year, but Justin Houston still has nine sacks. Um, Calais Campbell still has five and a half. I mean, these guys can still play, and they got some guys up front that can get after you. So, And then you've got guys like Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith in that second level of that defense. Um, Baltimore is always known for their defense. This isn't the defense of old. Right. Where you had guys like Ed Reed and and Ray Lewis hunting, uh, you know with with big guys like Saragusa and company up front, but uh, Sam Adams, but but they, they they can still play and they can still get after you. So I just don't like the matchup overall, and any, it really anywhere for this for this for this game.
0: Yeah, tough matchups all around. Then you talk about you know. We talked about the Falcons receiving receivers, you know, kind of a little bit all season long, haven't been able to create much separation at times. And, you know, some of that is because we're only running two-man routes at, at times as well. But, you know, you got Marlon Humphrey in the back end is, too, a, a very capable cornerback and one, and one of their best uh, players overall for the Baltimore Ravens. So, you know, that that's not going to be easy assignment either. So, like you said, tough matchups all around, and we'll see how the Falcons are able to overcome it. But. Let's go ahead and jump into some keys to the game. Uh, my first key is really going to be able to you 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 have to convert on third downs. You 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 have not done a great job of converting on third downs really all season long. It's not just when Desmond Ritter started last week, or you know it hasn't just been with Marcus Mariota. No, it's been all season long. We haven't really done a great job on converting on third downs now. Obviously, when you get in those third and short situations, obviously you get a little bit better. But it seems like more times than not, especially as of late, this Falcons team has been in third and longer situations. So you put yourself in third and short situations, and you got to convert too because the way this game is going to shape out, it seems like the Ravens might have the ball for a long time. So possessions are going to be crucial, possessions are going to come at a premium so you cannot have a whole lot of three and outs and you you can't start the game slow like you did last week against new orleans saints you got to come out you got to start fast and part of starting fast is not having a three and out you got to convert on third down squid billy
1: yeah third down is key and it kind of you kind of roll into one that i want to talk on, and i touched on last week and it's mm-hmm. important that i touch on it again you know how you convert on third down? You don't you know the get the third way? Way? down? No, yeah. no. Well, that's, yeah, that's But you win on first down. Mm-hmm. And you know, how as a defense, mm-hmm. how you get off the field on third down? You, you win mm-hmm. on first down right. and keep them in a third and long. Right. And that is my key. You can win on third down all you want. I'm going to start. Way before you. As usual, <laughs> I'm ahead of you. I can't, I can't. But <laughs> you gotta win on for you've got to limit mm. negative plays on first down offensively. I don't care if it's a penalty, I don't care if it's um a two-yard loss running play. You've gotta limit those negative plays. That being said, on defense, you have to limit. Big plays on first down by the offense when, you know, there's, I know we've talked about it on this podcast and most of you guys are, um, are, are smart football people. That's why you listen to us. Yes. And you know more than the average fan. Yes. You know that being on, uh, on schedule, offensively, is a big deal. You want to... Crucial. After first down, you want it to be second and six or less. Third and three to to, to five. Really three... Really, that two to four range... Yeah. ...is where you want to be if you're going to be a third down. Because it changes your play calling, if not. Yep. And defensively, you want to limit... What an offense gets on first down, two or three yards, fine. Anything more than that, you know, you, they're still on schedule. Their whole playbook's still open. You know, the, ideally, you want it second and eight. I mean, ideally, you want it second and negative. Right. You know, second and 12, <laughs> second and 13. Right. Second and 10. But but if you got them in a second and seven, hell, I'll take a second and six. Right. It's okay. Uh, but when you start getting – second and three, second and four. Mm. Now you run into trouble, Mm -hmm. and that's a problem. So we need to win on both sides of the ball on first down. It is incredibly important, incredibly important.
0: Couldn't agree more. The Falcons have to stay on schedule because, honestly, Bo, this team has shown if they don't stay on schedule, and a lot of times if they lose on first down like you were just talking about, the whole drive usually turns out for not it it usually turns out either three and out maybe they get one first down go and you know four and out or something like that but a lot of times if the team doesn't win on first down the the drive is is pretty much stopped in its track so hopefully they'll be able to win on first down i got another key for you as well we gotta hit on some deep shots Bo. i'm just gonna say it we we have to hit on some deep deep shots i I know you know i'm not gonna get into it too much because i know you know desmond was it was his first start last week and you know it that was a tough environment he had to play in. And I think him just settling in and settling down the way he did and putting us in the position that he did last week, you know, I was very impressed by Desmond Ritter, especially uh, down the stretch of the game. But this week, we got to hit on some deep shots. We have to stretch this defense out. We at least have to make the Baltimore Ravens respect us enough in the passing game to not completely stack the box and uh, maybe stretch out that that defense a little bit. So we hit on some deep shots, preferably hit on some deep shots early, and I think that will bode well for the rest of the game, but I need I need to see some deep shots converted this week, Bo.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I don't disagree. I think it would be nice to see one hit. I think mm-hmm. for me, CP is the guy I want up to bat. CP or alamade Yeah. Um, I trust those guys the most um, when it comes to deep shots. I love Damir Bird, but I've seen him get just basically knocked over, and you know, Marlon Humphrey. And uh, Marcus Peters has been ruled out. So is Calais Campbell, by the way, um, okay. which is good for the Falcons. But um, Marlon Humphrey is a bigger DB. You know, Kyle Hamilton's playing and he's 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 looked at it. They're nickel. He's a safety, though, coming in and he doesn't run w- overly well, but he is a bigger guy at six, four. Um, and I know Elamide is a small guy, too, but he's actually smaller. Um, and height-wise, but he's more physical than Demir Burr. But I just like what he brings more um, to that to to, to, the, to the table there. But those are the guys I'd like. Um, I'd like to go up to be pe- seen up the bat real quick. My other, one of my keys, and I feel like when you were winning earlier in the season, you were getting plays from your special teams. I need a big yeah. Avery Williams play. Uh, maybe a CP kickoff. Hell, maybe Troy Anderson comes up with another block. I need something from special teams to come in. You know, uh, it's 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 one of those deals where, um, look, there's three phases. The special teams hasn't been bad. It's not what I'm saying, but I need a special play. I think a special yeah. play in a game like this where I think points could be limited with the weather as a factor. Imagine if the special teams comes up with a big play, gives you a short field. Uh, we mm-hmm. saw what they did with a short field last week, or maybe uh, a big, you know, maybe a return. Maybe Avery takes one of the house for the first time in his career as an NFL player. I need something. I need a. I need a special. A key for me is a special. Pe- a uh, that's gonna kind of special. Special. A special <laughs> special teams play.
0: We need a special play from special teams. That's what we need. Um, and hopefully we get that. Shoot, I wouldn't be mad if Avery Williams takes one back. CP can take another one back and, you know, add on add on his record. Or like you said, training Anderson blocking a punt. But a special play from special teams would be really nice here. So those are our keys. And now, Squid Billy, I'm going to go ahead and, ooh, I didn't mean to do that. I'm going to go ahead and give you my deciding factor. My deciding factor is. And you touched on it earlier. It's going to be how the Falcons stop the run. That is as simple as that. If the Atlanta Falcons can stop the Baltimore Ravens' running game, we win the football game. I think even if you help, I think if you hold the Baltimore Ravens to even under 120 yards rushing, I think if they have 120 rushing yards or less, I think that's good for the Atlanta Falcons. I think that means we did a pretty solid job because I mean, look. And I know this isn't necessarily the norm, but we run for we can run for like 160 or 140, and we can still lose a football game. So I think if we hold the Ravens under 120 as far as yards on the ground, I think that bodes well for us, and I think we can win the football game because, again, <laughs> nobody seems very confident in Tyler Huntley, and not not even the people in Baltimore. And well, so no. I, I'm not. Oh, go
1: ahead. He hasn't played well. I mean, yeah. I, I told you this two starts. He's twenty five of forty two for two twenty six with an interception, and Man. and he's only Man. he's completed less than sixty percent. So that's why um, yeah. they've looked very anemic, Dylan. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a good point. I, I, if they are going to add to your deciding factor, and I'm not trying to take over. This is your no, segment. Do. I love to contribute and help you. Yeah, uh, and your stuff too. Just like you, we help each other, we're teammates. Yeah. Um, you know, points are going to be at a premium. Yeah. So. You know, any missed field goals, not, not scoring in the red zone, not taking yeah. a, a, a advantage of a turnover or, 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 or you know, anything that mm-hmm. creates a, a momentum shift or a short field, if you don't capitalize on those, that's how you'll lose this game. That'll be a big factor, too, uh, like you were saying. Yeah, you you have if the
0: Falcons do get a like like last week when they got that fumble and they didn't score off that. I mean, you can't have that happen this week. I mean, you saw last week it came back to bite you and this week it, it will come back to bite you as well. We said it. Points are going to be at a premium and this Falcons run defense has to get better. You know, they they were pretty good at the start of the year if you remember and I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure what happened. I'm not sure what changed, but We need to get back to the level we were at towards the beginning of the year. I think at some point in the beginning of the year, we were at, I think we're at least top 10. We might've been like top eight in the beginning of the year, uh, rush defense wise, but we have to get back to that. We have to find a way to stop the run. We do that. We win the football game. I think it's quite as simple as that squid. So we can go ahead and uh, move on to our score prediction. Squid is our favorite time of a Friday podcast, the score prediction. Squid, what do you got?
1: So, real quick, I want to see what the line for this game is because that's yeah. really uh that's something that always interests me. And um I've got in my score already in my head, but I want to see what the what the spread is to see if it aligns up with what I think. I see okay. Baltimore I see it. six and yeah, yeah. It's six, six and a five. half. Yep. Falcons are a six-and-a-half-point underdog. Mm-hmm. I think the Falcons cover. I think the final oh, score yeah. is something like 16-13, to 17-13-ish, yeah. something like that. Um, I think it's going to be a Phil Gold fest. Hell, I'll go, you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to say 16-13. I think Baltimore okay. kicks Phil Golds all day long. We do get in the end zone. 16-13 Ravens win, unfortunately, but the Falcons cover.
0: Yeah, I definitely think the Falcons cover, but I want to pick the Falcons, but nothing is really grabbing me to to point the Falcons. Like I I can't I can't realistically pick the Falcons. Nothing is nothing has shown me that they will be able to win this game because you know I mean we said we need the run defense to step up and stop and stop the run, but I just don't have a lot of confidence, Squid, that they're going to be able to do that, unfortunately. Um, I think it'll be okay. And like you said, I don't think they're going to put up a 40-burger on us. But I do think the Ravens will score enough points to win this game, and I'm not sure that we will. So with that, I'm going to say 17 to 14, Ravens. It's going to be another one-possession game. Going to come down to the end again. And (laughs) honestly, Bo, (laughs) I'm just hoping that it's not another game where we have a chance to win and we have the ball and we're trying to go on a game-winning drive and we have a turnover. Just just don't let it end like that again, please. I've seen that story, and I've seen this movie too many times this year.
1: Yeah, those just end miserably, don't they? I mean, yeah, it just always feels like worst-case scenario, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree with you, but I just think I think it, th- every game is close. Yeah. Uh, I think this is going to work out perfect where it's another close game. Um. And so, that's why I think they cover, but they lose. And unfortunately, I hate it. But, um, you know, I hate I hate picking against my team. But I really don't have a choice here.
0: Yeah, it's it's just the way it kind of shaping up. And and you did a great job of talking about it earlier. None of the matchups really fare well for the Atlanta Falcons. The Ravens stop the run well, and we want to be we want to run the ball first. And so, you know, something's gonna have to give there. The Ravens run the ball well offensively. And we can't really stop the run well defensively. So things just aren't really matching up for the Atlanta Falcons in this game, like you said. But that's going to do it for a Friday Peachtree edition of Peachtree football and one of our last holiday editions of Peachtree football. So if you guys are listening to this, we won't talk to you again until after Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for listening to P Street Football. Happy holidays for you and yours. Squid Billy. Merry Christmas to you. I won't talk to you. Well, I'll send you a Christmas text or something like that. But I won't talk to you in person again until Merry Christmas. So Merry Christmas, man. I hope you get everything that you want from uh, Santa. And hopefully there's no coal in your stocking.
1: <laughs> Merry Christmas to you and yours. Um, and I do hope you have coal in your stocking because that's who I am. I <laughs> kid. Not really, maybe, I don't know who knows you 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 would you would want one lump of coal in my stocking
0: just so you could have a little laugh, but that's okay. You would, would want something would. you would want something other than that too. You wouldn't want just the coal, but you would you might find a little enjoyment out of one piece of coal in somebody's
1: stocking, oh yeah, I might put some coal <laughs> and some stock in some stocking myself. Who knows? <laughs>
0: Oh that's great. Well again, happy holidays to everybody and make sure you like this podcast. Download the podcast, subscribe to Peace Tree Football, we are wherever you get your podcast. And you know, if you're in the holiday spirit and if you're in a good spirit, tell somebody about Peace Tree Football and, and spread the Peace Tree Football joy around for the Christmas holidays. But until we talk to you guys again, again, merry Christmas. Oh, oh, oh. Peace AT,